Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Alright, welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgating. I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live from Austin, Texas. This is your Belly Up Sports NASCAR podcast. And since it's the week before Christmas, I got you all a little early Christmas gift with this episode. Got a really exciting interview with Bob Levine, the owner of Levine Family Racing, the number 95 Toyota Camry. Previously, the ride for Matt Benedetto. now moving forward, the ride for the really exciting up-and-coming driver, Christopher Bell. I have a great conversation with Bob. He's a lot of fun to talk to, a very nice guy, and uh, really open and informative about how things work, and just really honest about you know what it's like to run a smaller team in the Cup Series. So it's a lot of fun to get to talk to him. Y'all are definitely going to enjoy that conversation. But as always, before I get into that, we'll talk whatever kind of news has been going on in NASCAR. And I guess the biggest thing to talk about is the news that just came out about Haley Deegan transitioning into Ford. But before I discuss that, I have to mention to go check out StatementGames.com. If you're a fan of any kind of sport, you have to go play their fantasy sports because it's the most exciting way to play fantasy sports right now. Because you're not just picking teams, you're picking prop bets. And after the games, you rank in the standings against other people that have picked bets against yours. It's totally legal, totally free to play. It's not gambling. It's just a really exciting way to play fantasy sports. And me and Bob actually talk a little bit of NFL in that interview, so maybe, who knows, I can convince Bob to go check out StatementGames.com, but you should definitely. Alright, now, getting back into the news, Haley Deegan is officially moving into Ford, and she previously was a Toyota driver. 
but she has announced that she'll be driving for DGR Crosley full-time in ARCA this season. Previously, she's driven part-time for Venturini in ARCA, but because she'll be full-time with DGR, they're transitioning into Ford. Adam Stern reported this being a possibility a few days ago, and Eric Estep, my boy, had a great video on YouTube about this. And in his YouTube video, you know, he was making some speculations as to if she'll be in the truck series, and if so, how many races, and could this have to do with uh, sponsorship, because previously she has mentioned difficulties uh, finding and maintaining sponsors, which seems weird for a driver like Haley Deegan, and I've talked about that in a previous episode. But as we've just now seen in the reveal for her new Mustang, she's keeping her sponsors, the uh, Monster Energy and the iK9. It just goes to show, Monster is no longer the sponsor of the Cup Series, but they'll gladly stick with Haley Deegan. I think they're aware of what the future of NASCAR is going to look like. And that being said, Eric mentioned in his video that TDR, the Toyota Development Program, is stacked with talent. And maybe Toyota is interested in just having the most talented drivers regardless of the marketing that they're going to be able to bring. You know, they have Derek Krause, Chandler Smith, and obviously my best friend Christian Eckes. All very talented drivers. That being said, I still feel like losing Haley Diggin is a tough loss. I don't think we've ever seen this level of popularity in a driver before they hit the Cup Series, let alone Xfinity or even Truck Series. This girl's still playing single-A baseball and getting more publicity than the Major League players. And it's great to see that she really isn't jumping up too quickly. I know her dad said that, I think earlier this season, at the beginning of the season maybe, that they were going to make sure she takes her time to develop in each series before they move up. She wants to get wins in each series before she goes on to the next. Uh, she's not just going to jump jump up to the next series or whoever will have her quickest. Her dad was very specific in saying he doesn't want to do that to her. And it's like a breath of fresh air to see it actually happen. Because you know what? I'm sure right now she could run Truck Series just for her marketing purposes alone. But she racked up a few wins in the K&N Series. And she's run a few part-time ARCA Series races as well. So to keep up with the trend of not jumping up too soon, now she's racing full-time ARCA. And I think it's great. If she can get a couple wins in ARCA this season, I think then maybe next year we'll see her run full-time in the Truck Series. And there's some really talented ARCA drivers that have since left after this season, kind of opening the door up a little bit more for her to be able to compete. That being said, I'm already going to predict it now. My boy Michael Self is going to win the ARCA Series Championship. But nevertheless, Haley Deegan seems to be doing everything right in her career, and Ford now getting her as a driver is a really big win for them. And in Eric's video, he mentioned maybe there's a possibility of Kevin Harvick being behind this a little bit as well. And I don't know the validity of that statement, other than the fact that Harvick has positively mentioned her multiple times. But I will say her now running in the number four Ford Mustang definitely puts some legs on this conspiracy theory. And if you know me, you know I'm all about getting behind a conspiracy theory in NASCAR. So I'm really excited to see what happens this year with Haley Deegan. I'm a big fan of the ARCA series, so I'll be watching regardless, but I'm excited to see what's going to happen in her career. Well, that pretty much wraps up any kind of news going on right now. 
like I said, it's the off season, so we're all just out here looking for something to talk about. And I'm going to take the next week off for Christmas. So I hope you all enjoy this early Christmas gift I'm giving you now. And let's get right into that interview. All right, I'm really excited to welcome on my next guest. I have Bob Levine here. Welcome, Bob. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. For those of you who may not know, Bob is, in fact, the owner of the 95 Toyota Camry for Levine Family Racing. Um, and Bob is another Texan. It's good to talk to another Texan in the NASCAR industry. I feel like there's not enough of us, Bob. Yeah, I was going to say there can't be too many, Matt. Yeah, I, I don't know why. We need to get more Texans involved. You're you're in Tyler, right? Yes, sir. That's our okay. corporate office. Okay. I'm in Austin, and you're heading back to Charlotte, you said, soon? Yes, we're uh, flying up to our LFR party. Uh, we'll fly in the morning early out of DFW, so we'll drive over to our uh, Texas Motor Speedway tonight, spend the night, then uh, get on the plane early in the morning, and fly up to the shop then we have our christmas party on thursday okay and i'm sure you've been asked this a million times but have you ever considered relocating to charlotte you just wanted to keep your roots in texas yeah our our main home is sharon and i've had a home there in huntersville for four years now so that's kind of our second it's almost come up become our first home <laughs> our texas home is our second home but uh it's we like it up there it's the market has been crazy we actually uh we've been leasing a place a, a town home for four years and uh actually was going to buy one and it didn't work out because by the time you can make an offer because the market's so hot up there somebody buys it so oh, well. uh, we'll just stick where we are uh and actually uh, my grandson, who flew down here last night late, uh, he and his wife have moved up there. They both went to Baylor. He's our, uh, well, I guess that after Homestead, he became our VP of Racing Operations. He was our comp director. So they live about a mile from us up there. So love the area. Obviously been going up there for 10 years now, which is <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we just haven't actually found the house we want to buy. Well, we're happy to keep you here. Be one of us. Well, Texans. we will always be here. <laughs> so okay. We're Texans. And, uh, obviously I follow you on Twitter. So you're a Cowboys fan. What do you think your odds of are winning the, uh, NFC East? <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to ask me about that. I'm, <laughs> I'm a long time Cowboy fan way back to early Landry days because of my obviously age but so when they actually won things it's uh yes well <laughs> you know, through the Jimmy Johnson who you know although he went coached the University of Miami and I was a Florida Gator you know that didn't make me happy but he was a heck of a coach mm -hmm. and, and built the dynasty as I call it our what 94 or 5 in, in that era right and then uh, Coach Switzer took it over and got the benefit of a world championship <laughs> with uh, what he built. But there's a lot of turmoil there. And I'm a this old school disciplinarian. 
And uh, that's what I think they have lacked in a lot of years in, in our recent coach. But I've never coached a football team. You know, I have my ideas. But, yes, I'm a Cowboy fan. But gradually been watching the Texans more also now because. There we go. That's what I like to hear. You know, they're nice Texans. And I like Watson, the quarterback, you know, great kid. And watch. So uh, the Texans are very enjoyable to watch. Well, as a Texans fan, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, (laughs) Well, I guess back on to NASCAR. I just had to ask. Um, Back to NASCAR, though. You know, recently NASCAR, they dropped the sponsor from the Cup Series. So now it's just going to be the NASCAR Cup Series. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I, I, you know, the positive, you know, thoughts are um, it gives an opportunity for more sponsors to come in to be title sponsors. But, you know, I've, I've been a proponent of if us cup owners have to sponsor over 50% of our ability to race, you know, sh- should we have to compete with NASCAR for sponsorship? Mm. And so uh, to me, it's always been a slippery, slippery slope on them competing against us. And uh, it has really gotten a whole lot better. Uh, let's just say between, I think, the teams and NASCAR in the last year with Jim France and the and the change that's going on now. Uh, the, they're more considerate. Uh, it used to be blatant. Uh, once we would, when we did and were able to get a sponsor and, and a team sponsor, they would be routinely called by NASCAR about broadening their scope and being a NASCAR sponsor. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, that to me, it's that's not kosher. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't do that anymore. You know, they help us. And, and when I say anymore, in the last year or so, because it, it, it has, that culture has changed and hope it's changing more. Uh, personally, I'd like to say, hey, give us the sponsors. Let's work that out where they can go to the team some way. And uh, the tracks and the NASCAR, they get a lot of the TV money. And where one of these days, it's not so dramatic when a, a sponsor leaves a team that they have to, like they did with a 78 car, like they have to go out of business. Mm-hmm. Right. And that we race more for the purse that will get real close to uh, supporting us. Because we've been, uh, I said, we just finished our ninth year heading into our 10th. And then 2020 will be our closest to ever being break even. Okay. And that's still a few million away. And to me, that's a lot of money. 
Right. <laughs> to me, it's a whole lot of money. So. Yeah, we're, you know, we're a blue collar family, worked hard, saved their money, and, and we wanted to go and compete. And the thing about it is nobody made us go to NASCAR. So we, it's not like we got to be there and we can leave anytime we want to. You know, but we have made a commitment to be what well, I call, you know, one of the teams that tries have tried to compete every year and get better every year. And NASCAR and Mr. France and Mr. O'Donnell and, and Steve Phelps have recognized that. And, you know, they're trying to help us and teams like us because they really believe it's a big part of NASCAR having the smaller teams and they're not big mega teams. Right. And, and, you know, we like to be the small team from Texas. You know, we like to to be the underdog. And, uh, you know, but we don't want to have to continually, year after year, pay for our own racing for their benefit. Really, the TV's benefit. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, something I, I'm sure all us NASCAR fans have noticed is that it seems like it's getting more difficult for the smaller teams to win races against the mega teams. Uh, what would you say is the biggest struggle? I guess just the financial part or getting sponsorship. It's all tied together, Matt, what you just said, because, man, it's, it's, uh, it, it's an old adage, but dollars by speed, money by speed. And it really is. It's, it's how much testing, uh, you know, the latest, greatest, and it changes every week. But all that to say, and, and that's what we've been planning for a couple of years now, because uh, really we just finished our fourth full-time year. And I really feel good about the fact that LFR, probably we made the biggest move this year in final standings from where we were last year and owner's points, and, you know, that wasn't where we wanted to be. We missed it by a couple of spots, but we did we did good. I'm pretty hard on grading us, but we really did good. Uh, but back to the, you know, the difference is, well, one, only about 15% of drivers ever win a NASCAR race. Mm-hmm. And so, as you know, and, and people know that. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. JGR organization won 19 of them last year. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so that's crazy, you know? The, yeah. And so how do you win a race? Yeah, it's tough. Just to, you know, we were in a position in, in, in uh, Bristol and mm-hmm. had a couple other, you know, shots, but it was, it's our first time really being in that position. And I think, obviously, our alliance with JGR and, and more so Toyota has really upped our game. And, and you know, that come with a price. 
Right. And, and yeah. we were we were willing to do that, working towards the what's now it's it's the next gen car, not the Gen Seven car, but the next gen car has the potential of evening out the playing field somewhat because you know the R and D that a lot of teams spend on it, the wind tunnels, there's a whole lot of things that's going to be curtailed that's costly now that we get the benefit of Toyota doing for us where we don't have to spend it directly. We spend it indirectly by paying them, mm-hmm. but it's it's uh, other teams do it individually, but they're bigger teams. So there's... We, how do I say, we hitch on to a lot of the technology of, of Toyota and JGR that other teams can't do, but we just got to pay into that pool to help them pay for it. And it's the only way because we couldn't pay our fair share in reality if we had to. That right. It's terribly expensive when, you know, they're wind tunneling with a, a an ungodly number of hours spent in the wind tunnel. We can't do that. Right. And so we get, we pay for our fair share, we get results, but then we have to take advantage of that results. And you have to, you know, put the cars together, right? You have to stay together. You have to have good people make good decisions on the track. And, oh yeah, you got to have a good driver. <laughs> oh yeah. Just that part. Yeah. And more so you got to be lucky. Mm hmm. You know, because we had some great runs at the super speedways at the 500, led the most laps, you know, got killed with eight to go. Right. And unlucky. The other two more super speedways, one at, uh, I guess, Daytona, again, killed. Excuse me. We finished seventh because that was the rain out. We were seventh, and that's one of the ones where you want to finish. It's like, gosh, we had a good car, and it got rained out. Then both Talladegas, we got killed uh, running up front. So we have at least approached the threshold of probability of winning, if that makes sense. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, I think everybody was cheering for y'all. A couple heartbreaks there, but... From what I hear, NASCAR is working on lowering the cost to compete to help out teams like you. Uh, is that something that you think they are working on? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Michael, my grandson, is on the committee that works with NASCAR, reviewing parts. You know, they're putting out RFPs, RFQs for parts for that will be single source. You know, and I get his uh, comments and reviews every week. And it is very encouraging from what some of the original estimates we thought the new car was going to cost us. And uh, so, one, yes, that's exactly what they're trying to do to stop the R&D and all the work being spent by, because if you don't stop it, it's, it's just like, let me say this, the, uh, who was it recently? Oh, the pitcher, the pitcher down there in the offer, 
Houston that got this ungodly <laughs> amount of money. Cole, yeah. Is that crazy? Yeah, Garrett Cole. <laughs> I mean, I played baseball in college, and I wanted to pitch in the major league. I'd have pitched for free. <laughs> I mean, back then, it's just like, just we wanted to get there. Yeah. And uh, so things have really changed. Especially a guy so, that didn't even win us a World Series, by the way. Yeah, well, obviously, I was pulling for Houston. <laughs> yeah. But dang it. Uh, so we just, yeah, they just beat us, man. The, the, I know. Just all they just, that. yeah, they just had a, they really have great chemistry on that Washington team. Yeah. Who saw that coming at the beginning of the season, too? Oh, yeah. I don't know that anybody did, but. Right. So, yeah, NASCAR, and, and it that's what we're trying to do, hold out and make it to 2021. You know, not discounting 2020, but we still, well, in reality, we only got 11 races to sell with Christopher, and which is the best we've ever had. And we have some really good prospects there, so it could very well turn into a really good, we call a really good financial year to break even. I mean, that'd be great. Uh, so we're optimistic about that. But 2021, for us small teams and the big teams, cost of racing should go down. That's good. And, and that's that's encouraging. You know, it should be for the race fans. And by looking and monitoring what I've seen at, when they tested at Richmond and tested at Phoenix, you know, it's it's pretty optimistic that those cars could be pretty good and pretty fun to drive by what I hear Logano say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the signs look good. And I know you just, you were talking about Christopher, uh, you know, I was wondering since y'all have uh, dropped Matt to Benedetto after the season, what kind of things go into making that decision? Cause I'm, I know that's a huge de- decision to make for a team. Yeah. The, uh, the Matt decision in some respect was really difficult. In other respects, it was really easy. And I'll, I'll explain that. Okay. We had hoped to be able to put together with Matt and, and had a good enough showing to be able to put a second car on in, in 2020. One, that wasn't taking shape because we didn't really effectively sell any sponsorship, additional sponsorship the whole year uh, of 2019 except i think we sold two more races so that was not good looking into 2020 because we wasn't able to sell it and you just don't all of a sudden get cars and get another engine program from toyota even if we had got money at late in the year it'd have been difficult so we knew we had an opportunity to get Christopher at the beginning of 2019. And so we pursued that, and a whole lot of things had to come together. And in fact, because of Matt's option date, because he had an option in September, I believe it was, we had to really tell him we wasn't going to pick up his option before we had the other deal done with Christopher. 
And so we felt we were going to get it done for on our side of the equation. We agreed to it in first of June of all everything that made everybody happy. And so essentially the, the big difference was support and the sponsorship that was able to be put together for Christopher versus what we were able to try to get for Matt. It was really a no contest because it was a, it was like a $10 million difference. Oh, wow. That's a no brainer for us people that ain't got a lot of money. So it was strictly a business decision. Everybody loved Matt. He did a great job. He was a better driver when he left us because everybody wheels and our engineer and Michael did a great job coaching him because he'd never driven equipment like he had came to when he came to our equipment. Mm-hmm. And there is a difference. Uh, you know, how you drive, uh, believe it or not. <laughs> and a lot of race fans don't, you know, don't understand that. It's difficult to explain, but it, it's really, you know, he'll tell you, he was a you know, better driver and tickled for the ride Matt got because those are Eddie and Linwood are probably two of my best friends in NASCAR and really happy that he was able to go over there. He'll make them a, a great driver match, still learning and is going to be a good one. Uh, you know, but so is Chris. So it wasn't like we were losing anything. We were actually picking up sponsorship. And that's what we had to have to stay in business. So when it, it came down to it, it's just more sponsors were interested in uh, following Christopher Bell? Absolutely. Interesting. You know, and we able to, Christopher was a Toyota TRD driver, the right. Toyota development driver, which helped us also because they had money invested in them. Right. So that helps us be more entrenched. And, you know, we knew that. And it's, you know, just the way it's the alliance. It's you align yourself and Toyota is the first real manufacturer in nine years being a NASCAR. This actually helped us, period. End of story. Uh, They're great relationship-based people, organization like we are. And, uh, they want to see us succeed, and they've actually helped us. When I say help, you know, it's engineering services and things like that, and simulation time, and you know, so, you know, in in 2019, you know, to us, can't speak to nobody else. You know, they don't write checks. They helped us be help ourselves be better. Mm. Yeah, I mean. And not to mention, you picked up an incredible driver. I've said uh, this nonstop, but I mean, Tyler Reddit going to RCR, Custer going to Stuart Haas, and then y'all getting Bell. That's, in my opinion, the best rookie of the year competition I've seen in a long time. That's, that's going to be a, a really cool class to watch. Yeah, big time. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, there's not going to be a shoe in. No. Now, they all seem to be incredible drivers. I absolutely, you know, believe it. Obviously, I think we got the best one. Well, he had the most wins. 
you know, I think, well, I know the Homestead track, different tracks fit different drivers more than others. And it, it just, you know, witness not 2019, but witness him at 2018. You know, it just Homestead didn't fit him. And it's unfortunate after all he did one day cost him the championship, but that's the way we have it set up. So it's the way it goes. Yeah. But I will take him, you know, if I had a lineup of three openings and three sponsors, Hey, I'd take any of the three up, but Mm -hmm. I'd take Christopher first. It's just, you know, knowing his personality, he fits us. You know, his family, uh, drive and determination. You know, he and I were texting last night, and he's he's ready to go now. <laughs> uh, let's let's go do it. He, he was in the simulator yesterday, and uh, the kid just is a student of driving, and uh, that's what I like. Uh, it it brings him the mentality to us when he gets there, just like our guys, our guys are, you, know, you come into our hauler and, you know, all the TV screens on front, what's on there is all racing stuff, simulation, SMT, charts, graphs, you know, you don't see football games on Sunday, uh, you know, Saturday. And that's kind of typical, but this year in 2019, it we it was really a different mentality. We knew we needed to step up with Toyota to show them what we could do and bring better cars to the track. And that it we got close to what we wanted to do. Yeah, you know, it was an exciting season to watch, definitely. Uh, and now all I need is some '95 uh, Bell gear. Now I need to. I saw y'all have uh, started putting that out, right? Yes, in fact, I well, hope you ain't listening. No, I bet he's not. My grandson, <laughs> Tanner, autistic, uh, special needs young man, uh, you know, he loves Christopher, and I ordered him some stuff a couple days ago off of their site. And, okay. Uh, well, I hope we didn't just give away that uh Yeah, that well, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to order some. I guarantee he'll still take it. Yeah, if he doesn't, I'll take it. You can yeah, always reach out to it. me. How about yeah. that? <laughs> All right, Bob. Well, I know you're a busy guy, but I really appreciate you coming on and talking with me about the future of NASCAR uh, and also NFL because that's fun to talk about too. Uh, and everybody, make sure to uh, check out his Twitter because he is one of the best Twitter accounts to follow in NASCAR, and it's at B Levine. Is that correct, Bob? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah, we love you on Twitter. Keep it up. The activity that you have on Twitter is wonderful. And that's what more NASCAR fans want to see from team owners. Well, I whatever I put out there is going to be the gospel for better, whether people like it or not. So I try not <laughs> to put any much out there. I try to stay out of politics. Yeah. And uh, although it's tough for us Texans. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Matt, I appreciate you uh, having me on. Bob, we appreciate you, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at a track here soon. I'll bet. All right, take care, Bob. Okay, thank you. All right.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.